All right, question to start us off. How do we approach the how are you greeting? Somebody comes up, they're walking by you, you go, um, they go, hey, how's everything going? You say good and just keep going or do you stop and approach it as like, oh, let's let's have a conversation now. Yeah, no conversation. No. No, and it's not because you probably don't want to, but you know, people's got their, their lives. It's kind of a, I come from West Texas, so it's like, when that happens, hey, how are you? Good, how are you? And then and you just keep going about your business. Okay. But it's, it's still, it wasn't rude. It wasn't mean. It was, There's nothing malicious going on. It's, it's just, hey, how are you? How it's are just you? how it goes. Yeah, it just, you know, everyone's busy these days. So. Yeah. I think See, I approach I it the the good way. I just say good, and then I keep going. I used to be like, you know what? Um, I'll say, hey, how are you doing? You know, and I've just come to know there's a, there's somebody that I always every time that I see them as a student in class, they go, hey, how are you doing? And I go, good. How about you? And every single time they say tired, I'm like, that's an interesting answer to that. Mm. It doesn't really match the question, but yeah. how are you doing? Tired. Would you like to talk? <laughs> yeah. The floor is now yours. Tell me why you're tired. And that's kind of how I've started to realize, you know what? No, we're not going to go about that. All right, guys, we are here with Coach Kale Sanders for the next episode of the podcast. Uh, this week, we are on week eight versus Oregon Mountain, a home game in district. What should we look forward to against Oregon Mountain? Is this a team that we can get our first district win at home with? Yeah, I mean, Almagordo was a team we could get our first win and we didn't do it right. Right. But yeah, this is another winnable game. And I hate to even say that because um, every time I say we can get these guys, we don't. Sure. You know, but um, yeah, so Oregon Mountain's beatable, beatable. But like I've like stated with everybody else, like if we don't come up, show up and do our thing, like they can get us too. You know, they haven't got a, they haven't got a win. So they're, they're winless and they're hungry. Um, they're looking at us as an opportunity to win a football game. Sure. And that's what we've been preaching to the kids is like, they're listening. They're sitting here, you know, telling their kids, this is, this is it. Like, yeah, they're one in six. They're not even, you know, they're not any better than you are. So, you know, they, they, the kids are going to come out and they're going to play us hard. So we'll probably get Oregon Mountain's best. So. Okay. Um, who are the Carlsbad cavemen? Hmm. Right now, we're still kind of searching for that, honestly. Okay. I mean, I think we're starting to kind of to to, to, to mold into what we want to be. You mm -hmm. know, I think our initial uh, thoughts and um, direction—I wouldn't say they were wrong, but they've they've evolved. And really, they, they, as a coaching staff, or just a, all as together? A, as a staff, as a team, okay. As a as a program, um, and I think the program—I don't think anything in the direction of the program has changed. But I think as a team, we've changed a little bit. You know, we wanted to come in and do some stuff, um, be a true blue play action type team, and. Mm. We've kind of evolved from that. We've kind of thought, I mean, we're, we're still sitting on that true blue 50-50 line, which that's where I wanted to be, but it was more of I kind of wanted to ground and pound a little bit more. And, it, you know, we uh, we haven't been able to do that. We had some, you know, some, I guess, personnel-wise that just, just wouldn't allow that to happen. And, and we've we've adjusted, and, and I think the kids have done really good. But it takes time with with new stuff. And, sure. Um, but, yeah, so when you ask who the cavemen are um, – you know, I, th I think we're still we're still working on that, but you know, in the same breath, what we are is we're tough, gritty kids that aren't quitting. 
Okay. And um, we got kids that love the game, love the process, um, love to be out there. Um, and I'll and I'll I'll fight to the death for those kids because they're doing it for us. Yeah. So yeah, we're I would say gritty right now. Um, I'd also say probably the best one in five team in the state. <laughs> Okay, there I mean, you go. I mean, if you were going to take any, you know, I mean, you look at our schedule, it's been tough, you know, and, and there's some games that we probably should have gotten that we've we've dropped. But um, we're we're a good football team, and, yeah. and we have some crazy explosive glimpses, you know, glimpses of explosiveness and, and some, some greatness in there. We just got to – Yeah. We just got to get consistent again. Sure, absolutely. All right, Alma Gordo, just uh, I won't touch on it too much. No, you can talk um, about it all you want. <laughs> Tell me, kind of walk me through kind of where the, I guess, deficits were that we were just kind of missing out on that we could have maybe capitalized on and changed the game. Well, if you're a spectator, you're going to just jump straight to special teams, right? Okay. Um, and, and, yeah, we did have a special teams boo-boo. And, um, you know, it was at a crucial time. Of course, you know, if that happens any other time, it's like, yeah, that wasn't good. But when it happened, was it was a bad time. But... You know, we, we did a lot of things that uh, you just can't do and win football games. You can't miss 26 tackles. You can't, you know, have, you know, the bukus of penalties that we had. Um, sure. You know, we can't have, you know, um, onside kicks that don't go our way, you know. Um, there's just a, there's a plethora of stuff there that's, that's uh, you could probably point a finger at, but it's not a single one. Um, you know, we – we gave them opportunities. They got some big plays, and uh, we didn't capitalize. We turned the ball over. We gave them a short field. So, yeah, it's just uh, everyone wants to point a finger at this or that or that, but it's it's a con- it's a combined effort, the whole yeah. team, you know. So, it's uh, it's just comes back to to getting tightening stuff up and and being you know consistent. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> with the special teams, is that something that you guys put a little bit of extra emphasis on uh, coming into week eight? Yeah, so we actually we did a little bit different, and, and, and we're going to do it again in the morning, but um, we kind of changed it up more situational instead of like, hey, let's work on kickoff team or let's work on, you know, PAT or whatever. So, we're making it more of a situational game type. You know, we'll offense will come out there, we'll do three plays, hey, punt, we didn't get a first down, punt. Oh, he muffed it. We scored a PAT. Just try to, to work in all of our special. We call it kick the field. Okay. And, um, it's a lot more situational stuff. And we kind of changed our entire practice this week a little bit to a lot more situational stuff live, um, you know, full contact. Um, not because we're trying to grind on them, but the only way to correct some of those mistakes is to do it live and in mm. full speed. You know, it's a tackling. and cause you're not going to get better at tackling unless you're trying to tackle. Right. And, uh, you know, we got one of the best running backs in the state. And if you can tackle him, you can probably tackle most people. So, yeah, I think it's really good for our defense to try to come up and tackle you and, and vice versa. So, yeah, it's, that's, that's where we're at. We know that Oregon Mountain is going to come out with as everything that they can absolutely bring to you guys. Um, what kind of offense are we looking at across the field? Okay, so Oregon Mountain and, and we you know, I just got through doing the coaches show and they asked the same question and it's it's kinda of funny. I don't really know. They're uh I said <laughs> I, I know, but it's it's just it's it's confusing sometimes but to me. But they're they're kinda of old school, single tight end, I run power, run lead, run the play action off of it, try to throw the ball a little bit, but um it's, yeah, it's pretty old school, um, which which kind of surprises me coming from, you know, Bishop Gilmore, national championship coach, to 
single wing, you know, power eye football. But sure. Just just pretty basic. And that might be the kids. It might be the system. You know, he's trying to get everything learned in, and it just might be simplified for some of these guys. But they are they're still going to line up. They got kids. They got good looking kids. They're going to line up, and they're going to they're going to try to run the ball at you, and they're going to. Gonna, if we make mistakes, they're going to make us hurt too because they got a back that can that can capitalize if we don't come up and make tackles. So okay. So <clears throat> moving off of a little bit of maybe this week in specific, talking about football as in, in as a whole, I guess generally CrossFit. How do you see like something like that and some of these evolving workout methods? As a football player, is that going to be something that you endorse? Something that you kind of say, "Let's stick to Olympic." Like, or what do you, what do you think about some of these other newer things? Even, I mean, maybe not new, but. Well, that's yeah. To me, we're probably going to stick with the old traditional, you know, uh, core lift, squat, power cleans, bench, deadlift. Um, you know, it's all about power and. Yeah, of course, there's speed and stuff, but there's there's this this world's come a long way as far as the workout and the, you know, not you said CrossFit, but there's just all sorts of stuff out there, and mm-hmm. there's a speed trainer for this and a jump trainer for this, yeah. and and there's specialty people all over the place, and if you I guess if you really wanna, you know, hone one skill, then yeah, I go do that stuff. It doesn't it doesn't bother me, but as a core and as a program, we're gonna stick to those. You know, we want to lift heavy weight because that's the only way to me is to get stronger is to lift heavy weight. You have to break down muscle fibers. You have to rebuild it. Um, you know, and we move heavy weight. That's what we do. And so that's how we're going to train. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we're going to in the spring, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hit that real hard. We'll, we'll start day after we turn in helmets like we're checking out workout equipment and getting groups ready to rock and roll, get those freshmen in there. We all become a team. You know, there's no more freshmen. As soon as that, as soon as that last game's over, there's no freshmen in our program. So we, we start and, mm. um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll really just teach them how we want to do stuff and, and learn them to our ways in the weight room and technique, uh, you know, because a lot of these freshmen have never really truly been introduced to the weight room and, and oh, to yeah. do it right. You know, they probably – yeah, you go to the weight room and they just do curls for the girls. Right. But, um, you know, we'll get in there and we'll do it right. We'll teach them technique. And then we'll build on that in the spring. And then we'll come out and then uh, we'll start doing our speed training. We'll do speed and agility and power um, along with our workouts every you know, and what's what's really good for us, we have a first and seventh hour, so we can mix everything in. And you know, and don't forget the road ties; they're going to be mixed in there too. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. they they're have not, to be. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so that's that's kind of where we. But to answer your question, we're pretty going to stay pretty traditional. Pouring rain this week had lots of rain. I believe what it was it on Monday, maybe. What do you do? in situations like that as a football coach you see it in movies all the time there's rain it's it's this dramatic scene but on turf is it more dangerous do you guys deal with that or do you go somewhere else um i would probably say it's probably safer honestly because you don't lose your footing i mean safer on the turf you mean then okay so i mean i probably someone's gonna argue with me but um you know, just just right off the top of my head, it seems like you know, like you you know, you get in the mud and you and, you, and your feet come out from underneath you, and, and of course, I, get, I know it's slippery on the grass and it, and it gets pretty slick. But we, we've been practicing in the morning every morning. We've been it's soaked. Oh, okay. Know, all the dew and stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, we haven't had any slippage problems or anything like that. But you know, on the grass, you do, and, and you just lose your footing and stuff. But you know, there's pros and cons. It's also 180 degrees on the turf, and yeah, it's not near as forgiving. 
Sure. You, know, you get a lot of a lot of injuries that we probably didn't have ten years ago because of the turf, and uh, so it's a double-edged sword for sure. Um, all right. So when I see you guys out on the field as coaches, I, I notice you guys obviously um, use headsets. You use headsets to communicate up in the booth. You talk to each other, I imagine, on the sideline as well, because you're not always right next to each other. Absolutely. Um, is there any fun in that other than play calling? Do we get jokes? Do we have some good stuff in there? <laughs> yeah. Do we have oh, any yeah. stories? Anything cool um, that's happened? Uh, probably yeah. nothing that's, I don't know what this is rated. But yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets pretty comical. Um, yeah. And, and it, a lot of times it's comical, you know, the day after. It's not as near as comical, you know, in the heat of the moment. Right. Um, we always thought it would be a really good idea to, like NASCAR, to auction off one of the headsets mm. and let, the, let, let a fan or something oh. like listen in to the conversations. Um, you know, I bet you we could probably make a pretty penny on. Yeah, that. like we'd they'd have to sign Be a good fundraiser. They'd have to sign a waiver. Yeah, like you know, a non-disclosure. They couldn't talk about what was said, but it, it gets pretty funny sometimes. But yeah, it's a it's a really good communication. You know, we got the guys in the booth, and we got really good eyes up there, and they and they communicate stuff. And a lot of stuff, you know, people think it's you know it's it's X's and O's, or this guy's doing that. It's a lot of it's like. Coach, you got two timeouts left, don't forget. Or, hey, coach, they marked that wrong. It should be at the 17. Stuff that I'm just – there's just so much Yeah, there's a lot on going that, on in that, the football um, game. We got some guys in the booth that really help us out. Um, and, and just those little stuff that you just happen to miss or um, maybe overthink or, you know, or, hey, coach, hey, if they score here, they're up by seven. Let's, let's think about going for two or, mm. you know, just – yeah. Just just stuff that, you know, because when I'm focused on the offense, that's I'm like, you know, I got the blinders on. And, um, you know, Coach Millard does a really good job of dealing with my little chart that, you know, I had actually handed it to him at Alamogordo. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Look at this. When we score, tell me what I need to do. Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a good – it's really good communication. And, and so on my headset, I can switch back and forth to the offense and the defensive guys. Mm. And so if I need to tell Weiner – Anybody on any side, I can just switch it over and, and, and talk. Very cool. Yeah, they're expensive too. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, they're they're crazy expensive. So that's why we we ain't throwing the headsets and. Oh no, yeah, no, absolutely they're, they're not. Too expensive. That's for the guys that are making the millions. Yeah. To you know. Yeah. And free equipment. Yeah, they'll get they'll get another headset in twenty seconds. <laughs> right. It'll take us eight months. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sanity as a coach. Hmm. Who in your life or what in your life helps you balance out? Well, my family, of course. Like, okay. that's uh, that's first and foremost. And I got a crazy supportive family. Um, you know, they 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 jumped on this ship with me yeah. when I decided to, to leave the oil field and leave a really cush job and, and really good money to, to come coach. And most people are thinking, what the heck? You know, what sure. are you doing, man? Um, but they, they trusted it and – you know they uh, they were all on board. You know my my kids probably weren't near as much, but yeah, my wife was sure. on board, and and I think the kids are on now. Like they, it was you know they lived their whole life in one school. I'm literally one oh, right. school. Mm. You know elementary through junior high and high school. So oh like, really? It was all in one school. Oh. And uh, you know and that that school's actually grown now, but um, you know so they didn't know any different. You know they had 700 people from kindergarten through through seniors wow they come here and there's you know there's kids everywhere sure and it's it's just it's another world so it was a culture shock for them but i think they're all good they they, they settled in and they got their friends and and uh 
they they settled in and, and they've done really well. So, other than that, it's it's probably any waking second I can get that's not football. I want to go fishing, and mm. that's kind of my clear my brain, clear my soul, get on the water, turn the phone off, turn the radio on, and just me by myself on a boat. For oh, so it's a solo act. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 my and hopefully competing. You know, that's yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's my getaway. Childhood hero. Who was, who played that part in your life on the field and then maybe off the field? Um, on the field, we can start there. That's uh, my uh, my idol or the guy that I looked up to or the guy that I wanted to be was Michael Irvin. Okay. Michael Irvin was, was my guy. And granted, his off the field antics were probably not the greatest. But, um, <laughs> sure. But as a, as a football wide receiver, that's why I wore number 88. Mm, um, okay. That was just my guy. I, you know, it was him and Troy and Emmett and the, the playmaker, right? So he was just – I was a wide receiver. I just wanted to be like him. Just wanted to be like him. And so that was who I looked up to as far as football-wise. In my personal life, who's my hero? That's, that's a no-brainer. That's my dad. Mm. You know, and hopefully that's, you know, a lot of people's. But for me, it was my dad. He was he was always there for me. Um, you know, and I lost my dad, you know, 15 years ago. But um, he was at every single football game, every sure. single baseball game. He was just there, you know. And him and my mom, I, they were married since they were 18. When she turned 18 years old, they got married. Wow. Um, and uh, never, never, they never fought. They never argued. I mean. I, I'd love to say this story that I came out of the, you know, the, the hood and, right. you know, it's just a bad upbringing, but it's not. I mean, I had, I had everything, you know, I had the perfect, perfect world, you know, honestly. So, and that was all due to him and my mom, but yeah, that's who I looked up to. If I could, if I could truly be half the, half the man my dad was as a mm. father, I, I've done a, I've knocked it out of the park. Sure. So. so how do you take that into you know, what you are as a coach, obviously seeing that and knowing kind of what that looks like. And I mean, obviously I've seen the interactions you've had with your assistant coaches, mm -hmm. with uh, some of the players that you have as well. It just feels like there's this connection, not just, oh, we're, you know, doing good or we're not having a great season or this is this and that. It's more of like, there's respect in that. And there's like a sense of chemistry there as well. Is that maybe part of the reason? Absolutely, it is. And at the end of the day, like we've talked about it before, it's bigger than football. It's it's bigger than the score. Yep. It's bigger than you know what the public wants to judge me on wins and losses. Um, it's it's us growing great young men and future husbands and and uh, you know fathers and yep. that's what it's about. And and to me, is is I have. 140 something kids not to mention my own kid that's a part of that 140 um, yeah when something's good happens they want to tell me and when something bad happens i find out you know it's 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 exhausting sometimes yeah honestly because it's like you know everyone in the world wants to tell me hey football players got to see in my class he's really close i'm like you and 72 other but I, I i embrace it i love it i want it i want to hear that from our guys from our teachers from our from our public because we do hold those guys to higher standards, yeah. and you know, like I said, they're 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 my kids. I when they do good, I feel great for them, and when they do, you know, when things don't go their way, they, I hurt for them too. You know, like mm. we were, you know, it, Thursday night hurt, yeah, and there were some kids that were pretty emotional, and I and, I, and it it hurt me because 
these kids are working their tail off and it's just like watching your boy to work really hard to do something and and it doesn't go his way and, and that's one of the conversations we had is sometimes in life you're gonna do everything right everything right you're gonna do everything perfect and it's still not gonna go your way right and um, unfortunately that's the the harsh reality of the world we live in and and you just can't quit you can't give up you know like i said it's bigger than football yeah hopefully we can learn some of those lessons now where we don't have to learn the hard way and those are the kids that are going to lead this country like that group of people and it's not just carlsbad it's it's those athletes those you know those those guys that are held to higher standards throughout you know the world those are the people that are going to run the you know yeah especially early yeah absolutely so you know god bless athletics and you know all the extracurricular activity that's holding kids to you know higher standards so absolutely um you mentioned that you know you get texts emails um phone calls about students that hey your the grade slipping this behavior that behavior do you ever get stuff that's hey you know so and so helped me after class today and was a phenomenal student. Do you get those or I, those kind of just are? I do. They I do. do. Okay. I, I, they're not near as, and it's not saying There's not the, kids the volume. It, but it's, you know, it's bad news travels a lot faster than good news. Right. right. And, uh, but yes, I, I get those. Yeah. I get the thank yous for sending your kids to help. Um, I get the, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but this kid is blah, 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 blah. You know, mm. And he's doing phenomenal or I understand where this kid's coming from he's doing a really good job um and I wish I got more of those because they're out there yeah you know it, it's it's what you're looking for right if you're looking for bad you're going to find bad if you're looking for good you're going to find good so mm. um I just you know want to poke everyone and say hey look for some good too send that my way too right they're, they're doing it um but we're not out for recognition um you know, it's just part of what we are, and I, I tell the kids all the time that, you know, when they kind of get off the track or do something silly or, hey, that's not us, that's not what we do. And, you know, of course, you got 140 kids. There are going to be some boo-boos. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're dealing with adolescent teens, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, there's going to be some stuff. But hopefully, you know, we don't make a big enough mistake. It actually truly hurts us as a, you know, not I'm not talking, I'm not talking as a team. I'm talking personally. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully we can learn from it. Do you have the ability to cut guys? Is there a policy like that? Because I know in some sports they have policies that they're just like, we're keeping them. We'll put them on JV if they're not, you know, if their behavior is different than, you know, what we want our program to reflect, but they're still in the program. Or do you make cuts throughout the year where you go, it's not, it's not working? We don't have a true blue, like, we're going to post a, you know, Thursday afternoon. That's the that's the that's the football team for this year. Like mm -hmm. we don't have that. No, and I, and we don't try to cut people. Um, you know, some eventually end up cutting themselves. Okay. Um, but football's a game of numbers, and I need every single one of them. Can and football's a, a game where you know you can have thirty different body types, and I can use twenty nine of them. You know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's just I need. I honestly, true blue need you know 40 to 50 kids to be legit and you know it's it's not you know basketball needs five he's just got to find five right. kids out of that school mm -hmm. um you know baseball a little bit a little bit more but you know we we got to find a bunch of them and uh so no we don't cut a lot of the cutting kind of takes 
we, we run a pretty um, tough off season and you know, like I said, we hold them to high standards and we make them do a lot of stuff that if you're not really that guy, um, it's not for you anyways. Sure. And they kind of weed themselves out. Okay. And, uh, you know, we get some guys that come in and come out and come in and come out. And, and, and you know, it's, it's a case-by-case case deal. Sometimes kids just need a, a nudge in the right direction or, a, you know, a, a, Hey, that kid's a good one. Like, let's give him a chance. I know he's a turd. I know he's been in this. He's been right. in this. And it's kind of funny on our staff is all the staff, each, every one of us have a soft spot for somebody, right? Mm-hmm. That, that little the bad apple. Oh, know? yeah. Um, we're like, hey, give him another chance. Like, I really like this kid. And then everyone else is like, nah, you know, get rid of him. And there's always somebody. And it's kind of cool how it's like different people attached to different kids and be like, no, let's, let's, let me take him under my wing and see what I can do with them. And sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. Right. Um, but yeah, so we just don't have a true blue cut list. We try to give everyone a, a chance. And, you know, at, at times there's kids, kids that we just have to say, Hey, this is probably not for you. You know? Right. Yeah. And, let's uh, try but, something new. But most of the times the, the, the grind and what we do and how we handle ourselves takes care of it. I like the fact that you said, you know, some of you take kids under their wing and stuff like that. Cause some of these kids, when they mess up, they just, they're used to getting suspended, expelled. Let's just, we're just done with them. Yeah. And, uh, in this case, it's like, no, you're, you're still here. Yeah. Stay with us. You're going to do something. You know what I mean? That's going to, um, hopefully make a difference later on. So, yeah, it's crazy. Like, and I tell the kid, you know, I tell my coaching staff, just keep loving on them. You know, be hard on them, but put your arm around them, keep loving on them. You know, we, we may do a lot of things wrong, um, but, you know, a lot of times when your kid's hungry, we got food for them. You know, when yeah. your kid's crying because his girlfriend broke up with him, we're the dudes in the parking lot talking to him and hanging out yeah. with him and, and, and patting his back and telling him it's going to be okay. Or that kid that doesn't have a mom or a dad or a grandma or grandpa or, like, you know, the coaches step in on a lot of those shoes. and mm-hmm. Yeah, granted, we might call the wrong play every once in a while, but, you know, give us a break, you know. Like, yeah, grand scheme of things. Yeah, really. it's, 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 uh, it is one of those things. But, yeah, it's and, and, and you grow that bond with those kids, and that's, that's to me, that's, that's part of it. That's the, like I said the other day, is, you know, when they're sending you a picture of their firstborn or sending you a wedding invitation, like that's, that's when you know you've made a negative yeah. impact. But I know we're getting all in our field. I know. Like, Jeez. Let's talk about Do you want a tissue or <laughs> – no. <laughs> no, I don't. But yeah, we're going to win some football games too with those guys too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, this week, this weekend or Friday, we have the week eight game against Oregon Mountain. It's a pink out game. That's the theme. Um, we've discussed pink out before in the past. Um, we don't have to get into that too much. But um, how is there a way to gauge? You know, kind of how many fans were anticipating this time around, or was it just kind of? We'll find out when we get there. I don't know. No. No. Yeah, it's hard to to tell. I, I think we're gonna be good. Like I think it's gonna be fine. I mean, you know, our hardcore loyal guys are gonna always be there. Yep. But um, you know, just talking to the fan base and dealing, you know, with some of the kids. Like I, I know, uh, Braden is doing a thing at church and they're giving out pink pink shirts or whatever. And I think oh, a lot cool. of people wants to make sure they get there so they get their pink shirts. So yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be okay. Sure. I think it will. I think our guys never I think our our fan base understands. Um, you know, and and they're they're fighting with our kids too. So that's that's good. So just stick with it. Yeah, absolutely.
All right, folks, that was the, this is the wrap up for the podcast. Appreciate you coach for being on, uh, tonight's podcast brought to you by Tate branch. So thank you for listening and catch us next week.